Keys, sorry for the wait episode coming to y'all live on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday, you know, and uh, it ain't really no big deal. You know why? Because nobody give a fuck about this Thursday night game, <laughs> you know, except for the knuckleheads, you feel me, who the diehard Raider fans, the can I even say diehard Ram fans? Unless you was a St. Louis Ram fan and transferred so over, maybe. There's some diehard Ram fans out there. I know. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna shit on them too bad, but man. Yeah. I guess it's just the battle with the, you know, they used to be in California, the Rams in California now, and I don't know. No playoff um, implications, though. This game don't mean nothing about that. Get your hopes up if you're trying to watch a good playoff uh, matchup or some shit like that. Hell no. The Rams, what, 3-9? and nine? Well done. And the Raiders, I guess some would say they're hanging on by a limb or something at 5 or 7, but to me they done too. So, But it's football, so, you know, we fucks with it. Yeah, on some L.A. shit, it's, it's one of them don't get caught slipping tonight. Cause it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> wild tonight. You know they gonna be out. Um, it's gonna be a lot of Raider fans in the building for sure. Yes, sir. You know it's gonna be a lot of bragging, a lot of talking shit tonight. A lot of motherfuckers drunk as a bitch. You know it's gonna be crazy. That's it. That's it. But you know what? Let's get into it. Um, yeah, we got to recap the week. We got to get to the big talk you know and i guess you could say the big highlight uh, headlines so let's get straight to it joe burrow whoops <laughs> pat my home ass once again um some say is this a rivalry and i say wait rivalry how can it be a rivalry if one side haven't won yet hmm, talk to me hmm. They probably just saying rivalry because uh, the the quarterback you saying having won, or you, the quarterback that you mistakenly said got his ass whooped, my nigga. You feel me? Is uh, is zero three? So they try to say it's not a rivalry, but I think they saying it's a rivalry because Pat didn't been to the most Super Bowls probably over there in the AFC, and you know he's commanded the most presence and won the most in the AFC. So he's been the quarterback on his on his high horse the longest on his star-studded, you know what I'm saying, status for so long. So they need a quarterback to have a rivalry with him. With. They're trying to make it out to be Josh Allen. You know, they had some good classic games, but in the playoffs, Josh Allen hasn't lived up that uh, lived up to the expectations that the people want as a rivalry yet. So you can call that a mini rivalry because the games is close, but in the playoffs, if you're saying it, he's 2-0 against Josh Allen. So on the on the winning side against Burrow, it's like, yeah, he's the next closest thing, and, and he's 3-0 and right now. 
but I get the Bengals this, man. <clears throat> uh, three games, three times they beat us, and all three was down to the wire, and they beat us by three points each time. So as much as I like to throw around the word uh, fluky, as you know, I got to give them some type of kind of respect, like big respect, though. They beat us on the biggest stage in the ASC championship game in our house, by three. And uh, what I take out of it is every time the game is on the line against the Bengals, they one of the only teams that seem like we just can't close the door on for some reason. Uh, rather it be us being up by two uh, two possessions and double digits in, in the first two games. And in this third game, they was up by double digits, but we was up 24-20 before Kelsey fumbled the ball. It was like, we don't ever shoot them in the fucking face. But when it's their time to shoot us in the face, they do it. Third and 11 to uh, Higgins, that hurt at the end of the game. Third and five on a little swing out pass to uh, Chase, if, I, if I'm remembering right. First down, so... The Bengals been clutch against us the last three times we played against them, man. So uh, I wouldn't say rivalry either, but I, I could see why the games has been closer down to the wire. But no rivalry yet. Do they put more fear in your heart than Buffalo? Yes. Uh, I think I think Burrow Burrow is more like in the pocket passer more maintains the game than Josh Allen. Josh Allen more like splashing and big play, big play capability. But the Bengals offense scared me more than Buffalo offense. They got them three. Them three wide receivers is tricky for our defense. Are we already throwing out, besides Snead, we throw out three uh, rookie corners. McDuffie's a, a, a first-round rookie. Uh, uh, Joshua Williams is a rookie, fourth round. And then we got Snead right now. So... He in this third year. So to put them against Boyd, who could be a number one, I think, somewhere else. T. Higgins can for sure be a number one on the Bengals or somewhere else. And then Jamar Chase is a is a star. So it confused our defense. They're like the worst kind of matchup for us right now because our defense is more so confused. Even though they only gave up 27, like our secondary be confused. We don't know who to double team and who to leave one-on-one on certain possessions, man. Yeah, Joe Burrow looks very confident against y'all defense. Uh, y'all D-line, that's where you got to win that matchup. Chris Jones got to get in there and he got to disrupt, you know. And yeah. We got to put the Macaulay Calkin-looking nigga on the ground. If we don't put the, 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 the Home Alone nigga on the ground, my nigga, it's like we got in the fucking job the same way with the AFC Championship game. We got close, but we wasn't never finishing the job. It was a lot of sacks that was missed. Like, this game that went by is like, I seen a lot of Phantom ass. Like, he slips away, get away, and yeah, he, he elusive. He more elusive than niggas think he is, though. But you got to get that motherfucker on the ground to be able to stop their offense. And then Joe Mixon didn't even play. They had uh, P. Ryan go for over 100. So they got a tricky Weird, like, wild offense. You don't really know what's coming. So when it stops to be made, you got to make them. Put his fucking ass on the ground. I'm glad you're experiencing that. You feel me? I'm glad because that's how we feel with Pat Mahomes. Real shit. Slippery motherfucker always. <laughs> got fucking sacks. Throwing bombs after running around for 10 yards. Like, yeah, man, that shit is crazy. That shit is frustrating. When you just see the sack coming and he just elude his way out there. 
You know, no, and then man, throw a 15 yarder. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, God damn. But I'm going to be real, man. I didn't watch y'all fucking game. You know, uh, I was tuned in to my Niners. So, I, well, I had y'all game on the laptop while I was watching my game on the TV, but. That's how I had y'all. I had y'all on the phone while I had the game on the TV. But with Jimmy G, what he got cracked up, man, I, I kind of turned y'all shit off where I'm like, <laughs> damn, you know, like, yeah, I, I was I was upset, man. I, I kind of felt the play was kind of dirty. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I felt like, you know, he kind of put his weight. You know, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't trying to throw no accusations out there. It's, it happened, whatever, whatever. But now we got Brock, huh? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, huh? You believe? Yeah, I believe in Brock Purdy, man. Uh, and not Ugh. necessarily just Brock. I believe in our offense. You know, I believe in the supporting cast, if you want to say. I believe in our coaching. I believe in um, our organization, man. We're we going to put Brock Purdy in a, I ain't going to say easy position, but a simple one, you know, where similar to Jimmy G, don't make no mistakes. You know, you're going to have a couple of easy reads, and then you're going to have your emergency outlet, the check down, you know. So all he has to do is command that pocket, you know, stay poised, stay confident, stay smooth, you know, don't panic, and try to get it to the right guy. No forcing it to no double cover dude. Somebody out there is one-on-one. Throw it to that motherfucker, you know, so. Yeah, I'm confident in Brock. I'm confident in our defense. They ain't gonna let him down. And uh So you confident against Brady and the I'm Bucks definitely confident that. against them. Ooh. But I'm gonna be real though, you know, for the for the people who've been following us, I've been talking my shit. I said I thought we was the favorite to come out this year in the NFC. But now I'm not gonna lie. Now I'm worried about Philly. Now I'm worried about Dallas. I'm worried about the Vikings a little bit, you know, because the thing about Brock that we got to talk about, and even this week against Brady, these are two home games. What are you going to do when we go to Seattle? You know, what are you going to do in these playoff games? We got to think he's still a rookie, you know, so it's like it's still kind of shaky. We really don't know what to expect. So my confidence level then fell off a little bit, but it's like, damn, yeah, hopefully – uh you think that you think the talent surrounding them in the defense gonna hold shit up in certain matchups? I believe so. So it's time for basically you saying it's time for Debo Ayuk and the rest of them to take the next step. Then right? It's hard to say that when dealing with a rookie quarterback, though, because regardless, make it easier. He still got to get them the ball. We can't keep doing the really? the handoff to Debo. You feel me? We can't keep doing the jet sweeps and all that. Eventually, he got to back up you know, and throw that motherfucker. So it's really on the coaching. You got to call the right plays and put him in these easy positions. Yeah, y'all put a, y'all put a whooping on the, um, on the Dolphins offense though. Y'all had two of looking rattled. I mean, you don't know what the fuck was going on on Sunday. So that was kind of interesting. If y'all keep that up on defense, which y'all should against the Bucks on Sunday, cause they offense still, even though after, besides those two last drives, they should look shaky as fuck still. So, uh, but 
that was the confidence game. Oh, yeah, man. I was a rival squad in the Saints, and their defense is still pretty good. So, but I don't know, man. Number one defense against a, a, a vulnerable Bucks offense right now. Yeah, we can't. I mean, I would think 17 points would be enough to beat the Bucks, but just to go back on the Dolphins, yeah, I, I really enjoyed how the defense played. And I said that. If y'all go back, listen. You know, I joked around and said, we're going to fuck Tua up. Remember I said that? <laughs> you know, and that's what it was, man. Our line is it was too big and too athletic. Armstead, too big, where Tua can't even see in the pocket. He got to roll out just to see down the field. You know? Yeah, 6-7 defensive Shout out to the hobie who called me. First player of the game, former Niner, Sheffield. Takes it to the house, 75. <laughs> I've seen that. Hey. Homie called me. Damn, bro. First play? <laughs> I haven't heard from him since. Let me just say that. Yeah, you know how niggas is. Niggas is glad to tune in and talk some shit. For real. But, yeah, moving on with the rest of the week, man. Let's recap this rest of the week. Any surprises stood out? Anything stood out to you? The Raiders got to five and seven. Nah, I, I mean, I would have kind of just give props to the NFC East uh, beast right now. Salute to Philly okay. and salute to Dallas, man. They they did they thing this week, you know. The Commanders and the Giants had a tie. Yeah, they squabbed it out. Um, Salute to Taylor Heineke. I seen him on that last drive that got the game in the OT. Come on, man. Come on, man. He did his thing, so. Move Taylor Heineke up in Madden, too. Y'all hating on that nigga, man. They got that nigga a fucking uh, 68. You know what I'm saying? Move that nigga up, man. 73, 74, something. Yeah. Uh, the NFC. How they're chief receivers. They still a bunch of seven. <laughs> Juju at 82, my nigga. McCole Hartman, who didn't play. He ain't played the last three, four weeks. He at 80. You know, Valdez, Scantlin, you've seen him. He's 77, 78. Okay. Niggas, niggas is moving up <laughs> in the world. <laughs> niggas try to say you got a bunch of 70 niggas. Yeah, niggas, them niggas first in the conference, trying for first right now. But, uh, yeah, the NFC East, man, speaking of numbers, that nigga Jalen Hurts, after the Eagles, what, rushed for 300, 300, over 300 yards the week prior, they come back this week and he throw for over 300. Now he start. they look like a, a passing threat. I guess it was because the Titans came into town and A.J. Brown don't fuck with them for whatever they did. And you seen that, though? The, uh, the GM, not to switch off, but he traded uh, A.J. Brown, you know, for a first-round pick that year. Everybody was scrutinizing him about that, but now they fired his ass right after the loss to A.J. Brown. After they, I guess the Titans owner seen that motherfucker going off on him and was wondering why he still ain't got a Titans jersey on and fired his ass. That's the cold part about being a GM because now if if that was his job, if that was his idea, if that was his big plan, you know, we're going to let him go. We're going to use that money to, you know, put over here, blah, 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 get this pick. Okay, cool. It backfired. But if the owner somehow was in there forcing it or some shit, like, and now you're trying to place the blame on GM, yeah, that's the cold part about being a GM. Yeah, that'd be some bullshit right there. Yeah. But to me, it was fucking obvious. Like, come on, man. He was your fucking offense. Him and Henry. Well, we we know it was Henry, but damn, that's all Tannehill had was the, the play action to A.J. Brown. Oh, yes. Everybody knew it was coming. He was still beating man coverage like that. So, 
yeah, you that was one of the guys in a situation they were supposed to pay because it's like where else what are what else are you paying? That's my thing. It's like okay, if you got other shit to pay and other shit to keep up with, then I see why you you trade him away and spread the money around. But what what else are you paying though? That's keeping you from saying, oh no, we can't give him twenty five to twenty six million a year. Nothing on the defensive side says star. Bud Dupree, fuck out of here. Who else? They said we got former champion Robert Woods coming, nigga. <laughs> coming off an injury. Like, come on, man. I got yeah. respect for Robert Woods, but he ain't the same no more, man. Come on, bro. Real shit. Real shit. He's a, he could be still a solid two, but A.J. Brown's a one, man. And I like that type of shit in football. Show out on their ass, you know? You didn't want me? Okay. Yeah. Now what? So, howdy. Now they're struggling to throw the ball every week, and everybody putting eight, seven, eight in the box on Derrick Henry, and they're wondering why the last three, four weeks he ain't been getting the same numbers. Yeah. Nobody respects y'all Mark fucking pass game. Real shit. That shit ain't fair, man. That shit ain't fair to Derrick Henry. You know, I don't like uh, franchises like this. You know, run the star into the ground and then try to get rid of him. You know, like, that shit's not cool, man. Especially with a running back. His second contract go around, they ain't going to want to pay the nigga. Well, you already know when they hit that 29-30, it's, it's damn near a wrap. Real shit, you use goods is what they call you. But they paid Derrick Henry out. I guess they're going to ride it out for another one or two years before they pass the keys to Willis or some shit like that. But uh, biggest, uh, bigger win for me is for the Eagles. How they went down there and handled business. You know what I'm saying? I seen my Chiefs on a uh, Sunday night play against the Titans, and it was a feisty, grimy game. Their defensive line was causing havoc, but against the Eagles and their offensive line in the trenches where it count. Yeah, the Eagles Eagles got a grimy-ass offensive line. That's what I'm learning about them, though. Their offensive line don't fuck around. Nah, real shit. I, I give more credit to the Eagles, too. I feel like the Cowboys kind of bullied the Colts. You know, they could have put it on cruise control after a while, but – they knew they was on prime time and they was trying to show out, you know, like yeah. it's like they had the coach socked in the mouth, but then they start stomping him out, kicking him all in the face and shit, talking <laughs> shit like, damn, Cowboys yeah, like shit. that. <laughs> yeah, shit, robbing him in his pockets, all type of shit. Hell yeah. They went in on the coats. Press the win by the Cowboys that fourth quarter, that late third, fourth quarter, man. So, Oh, yeah, that's historic. You can't hate on that. You know, that's big right there. Like, so salute to that. But it's going to come down to the showdown, bro. And I, like I said, I'm excited to see it. Like, Eagles, Cowboys, we set to see that, man. It's going to mean something. It's going to mean something for sure. For sure. Was that about, uh, uh, was that a bad tie for the Giants? Or, you know, you think that was a bad situation for them going on? Uh, no, I, I think. Nah, as long as you don't take no L, it's still cool. You're still ahead of Seattle, I believe. Um, you're still in a playoff race. It's the divisional foe. So, like I say, those type of games, it's hard to tell. Um, yeah, that's a, that was a dog fight when I watched it. But if the, if the commanders would have pulled that out, what they would have been, 8-5, and 7-5 or some shit like that. So... That last playoff spot in the NFC is going to be a wild one. That's what I'm trying to think. Who's going to get that last spot? It seems like it's coming down to, uh, what, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Commanders for that last seeding spot, right? 
And that's what I'm saying, though. Even with, with my guy, Brock Purdy, we into that race, too, because oh, yeah. people sure. say we two games up on Seattle, but we still got to play Seattle. So if Seattle sure. beat us. Tampa matchup this week, and then y'all got to go to Seattle. Exactly. Man. Like, our season ain't, ain't, ain't good yet. We could still get bounced out. So, you know, it still gets grimy in the NFC. Just like the AFC, you know, it's a couple mm-hmm. squads who may not make it, man. You know, squads who people kind of had kind of had high hopes for. You know, Chargers, niggas like that. You know, they a disappointment though. You can say injuries or whatever is like holding them back, but that's just another year of them being the Chargers, man. They six and six. Ironically, they only a fucking game up on the Raiders. <sighs> yeah, real shit. And they just lost to the Raiders uh, this past week, so. They end up in a tie. It's going to come down to a dogfight, but they on the outside looking in anyway. So them, the Chargers, Raiders, and Patriots. Raiders 5-7, and seven, Chargers 6-6, six and six, Patriots 6-6. Six and six. And the last playoff spot in the AFC right now is the Jets at 7-5. and five. That's shaky to me. I like Mike White, but can, he, but can he realistically hold on? I think they got Buffalo on Sunday. But Hall coming back, though, right? Oh, he is? Brees Hall? I don't know if he's coming back this week, but he's coming back soon, I believe. Oh, yeah, they need him. Um, Definitely. If I'm wrong, y'all get on my head. But, yeah, I think I read some shit like that. But, look, check it out. This is a short episode. Um, crazy, you know, towards the end of the week. So, you know what, bro? Let's jump into this hoop shit for a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's get into this hoops real quick. You want to just talk about how the Celtics whipped your ass last night? <laughs> you want to talk about eighty? You trying to start the fucking headlines. First, you try to start it off with that Joe Burrow shit, my nigga. And now you trying to start it off with this shit with the with the Celtics. You keep being slick, my nigga. I know where you at. I, I got your low. I know exactly what you at and what you on right now, my nigga. You think you fast and quick talking on the real? Hey, and you know my history too, my nigga. <laughs> Don't run up. <laughs> you keep doing these quickie-ass takes, my nigga, these quick takes, my nigga, about squads and shit. Nah, the Celtics got over. They did that last night. The Mavericks did it the other night before. I don't know what the fuck going on with us. And I was on a Chris Paul comeback tonight, uh, last night. But uh, Trade need to be made. Y'all just need a little boost. That's all. We need another score, man. We need somebody who can get the ball, one more person who can get the ball in. Keep Book cool a little bit. I know Book been having some crazy weeks where he looked like the MVP, but on the bad days like that Mavericks game and then last night against the uh, against the Celtics, sometimes he just gotta calm the fuck down. He be shooting too fucking much and he need to be controlled a little bit. I think if we get another ball handler, we need a nigga like Jordan Clarkston, uh, somebody who can get their own and create their own. Because Chris Paul right now he ain't in his shape and he don't look a hundred percent. And to me, we should be leaning more on eight and carrying the torch. But I guess I'm the only one thinking that right now. So we need to add something else, especially with no Jay Crowder and no Cam Johnson right now. It's obvious, too, man. It's like, come on, man. You don't want to burn out Chris Paul. Like, you want to try to conserve him into the playoffs. And it's like you want Aiden to be dominant. You know, like I said, that's y'all advantage on any given night. DeAndre Ayton, because most teams don't have a center who can physically stand toe-to-toe with him if he played like it. You know, he got to be more aggressive. 
And, and that's what makes me wonder what what's going on in the locker room. What's going on in the, in these coaching meetings and shit? Like I would say, man, look, Aiden, you gonna we gonna feature you tonight. All right, we're going to give you the ball five straight times. We want you to go one-on-one on your matchup, be aggressive, score the ball. You know, I would challenge him on, on defense, whatever. I want you to get at least 10, 12 rebounds tonight. You know who guarding you? Rashawn Holmes or somebody, you know, just anybody smaller than him. Like, come on, man. You got to dominate tonight. And then even with Book and CP, they got to be with it. Yeah, fall the fuck back. Feed him the fucking ball. Ah, uh, damn. But I know we try to be a guard-centric team, but sometimes you got to feed that big nigga, man, and motivate him more. It gives him more it gives him more say-so, you know what I'm saying, more power. It makes him feel empowered more if we feed him into the post and tell him, do your shit, make him double-team. I don't really – you know, some games I see it, but some games I don't see it enough. But what you think about the main green, though? Uh, they look Boston, like Boston for real, man, even without their head coach. It seemed like the dude they got now – they respect him just on the same as or more on a higher level. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't going to lie, man. The Celtics, they they well-rounded. And they don't even got their best defender in Robert Williams right now. So hmm. Jalen Brown is took and t- taking the next step. We was talking about what him last year, a year before last, where he was like, he might be a little bit on Tatum level. I think it's, it's starting to look like that even more now. He got one-on-one game. He can control the tempo. He play pick and roll. Uh, he's a two-way star to me now. I like Jalen Brown. And don't I, underestimate that Brogdon pickup, man. He they general now. Deserve. They got to change a pace guard who mm-hmm. can slow it down and make sure that they superstars get easy baskets. Where now they don't have to go one-on-one and try to be Mike just to get a basket. Because Marcus Smart was a shooting guard masquerading as a point guard. You know what I'm saying? So... He ain't the ball uh, distributor that Brogdon is. You know, he, he can't handle the offense the way like a pure point guard does. But Mark, Marcus Smart is more of a, exactly. a unpositional player than rather than just saying he a point guard. And Brogdon, he you know he can still make the wide open tray. He, oh, he yeah. still play defense, can hold his yeah. own. So yeah. they came yeah. up. You know, um, Boston look real good right now, man. I got respect for Boston right now. They, 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 even they, like, they rotational role players, the Comets and the Derek Whites, they, they deep. They like 10, 11 deep, bro. Real shit. Peyton Pritchard, yeah. They got a little squad, man. They're going to be something to deal with out there in the East from, from, uh, from here on out for a while. The Bucks going to have something to fuck with. But on another note in the East, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's give respect when it's due. That seven foot monster, a nigga who be rattlesnaking niggas' body, shifting your body left or right. Uh, <laughs> hey, they looking different with Jacques Vaughn, that head coach, my nigga. They look average now. I mean, you know, they don't. They still don't look like no threat. Now they look like more of a playoff team. You could say a a bottom seed, but I still see the same thing, man. Um. A lot of one-on-one play, a lot of superhero ball. You know, I think their their success, I think, depends on the development and growth and the confidence building of Ben Simmons, honestly. They're going to need him to get that team over the top. Defensively, as a point guard, setting up the offense, you know, and even in fast break play. 
he's a monster. That's where he's a beast. So no real shit. He's a he gonna be the most important factor. But I like some of the niggas they got. They see uh, Joe Harris starting to starting to seem like he forming in the shape with his three point shot. T.J. Warren just came back. Uh, I like the nigga Royce O'Neal right now. He's been making a lot of jump shots and playing good perimeter defense. It's interesting, man. I don't know. I didn't have. I don't. I didn't know if the Nets is gonna be able to coexist and bring shit back together. But it's starting to seem like they they catching a rhythm. Kyrie also. Yeah, they solid. I mean, like I say, I, they they some bottom feeders. I still take them over a, a Chicago in a series. I still take them over. Uh, shit, I don't even know. That might be it. Shit. I'll take them over Toronto right now. Well, yeah, Toronto, yeah, they was to somehow get in, but you definitely ain't taking over over Milwaukee. You're not taking them over Cleveland. You're not taking them over Boston, definitely. Maybe Miami. Philly. A healthy Philly? I I don't know. Mm. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Since we uh, we brought up a seven foot monster on the east, we gotta get into the seven foot monster on the west. Let's give respect when it's due. Always dominant. Huh? He used to some niggas say he always down or always damaged, but lately he been always dominant though. I ain't gonna lie, Anthony Davis, my nigga, monster right now. Yeah, he beasting right now. I'm starting to think like, damn, bro, is you hurt? And he was trying to hide it. Remember the episode we had where I was like, uh, he was trying to, he seemed like he was in the gym too much, trying to get a little too big. And that's not his basketball shape. Some niggas need their basketball form. He's a slender guard in heart. That's what he is. He wants to play small forward, power forward, and, and be like quicker than people, more mobile. He got tall when he was young. And you know what I'm saying? He spurted out. So he's a guard at heart. He's a wing player at heart. So when he started fucking with Brian and them and them weights, and I started seeing like, damn, Anthony Davis trying to get big. He's trying to get buff. I think it hindered his game a little bit, though. I ain't going to lie. Probably why he was having them back injuries, like you say. He had to be up top. Exactly. Yeah. But that's where they success going to be, man. Brian got to fall back and worry about that record next year. <laughs> Brian ain't doing that. You got Brian fucked up, man. Brian getting record this year. Sure. But you got to let AD be the one. You got to let AD be that guy, yeah. man. And you and Russ can play off of that. Even with Russ, he playing a lot better with him and AD with that pick and roll. You know, so. Yeah, Russell Westbrook looking real off the bench right now. He's looking like a legit six-man candidate. Yeah, he's 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 attacking the rim like the old Russ Brook. He seemed like he's just in a good space basketball-wise right now. He's like a happy Russ. Well, it's contract year. He ain't no fool. You know? <laughs> I got to come out here and perform, show these fools I still got it so I could go re-up. So. I don't know if these rumors real or not, but I don't know what the fuck been going on. They talking about the Bulls and the Lakers been in contact about uh, either uh, Levine or DeRozan to the Lakers? How? Why? Is Chicago tanking out saying, fuck it, we done with this roster? Yeah, I don't know. I, I ain't seen that yet, but... Uh... I can understand trading Levine. I, I mean, not to the Lakers unless it's for AD, but. There's no way you get that deal right now. Ain't that crazy how like a couple weeks can go? 
couple weeks ago, niggas was basically saying like, yeah, AD need to be in trade talks. We coming up now, it's like, fuck out of here. Hell nah. AD back to being top 10 again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would consider trading Levine because you got DeRozan on a discount deal, right? You got him sold up and he just had a great season. So, and it seemed like it's not really working, man. I mean, it don't look good to me. You know, it seemed like they'd be a middle of the pack team. Like, but if you could trade him and go get some depth or even another star, maybe at a different position, maybe it'll work. You know, call Toronto, see if they want to get rid of Siakam. You know, see, you know. I know they, they probably wouldn't, but you never know, man. I've seen some weird shit happen in this league. You know, I told niggas about Bobo. They could have yeah. had him. Nah, you need to have a horn on that, my nigga. Like, you need to have like a little horn or like a little Bobo button or something because you was the only nigga damn near in the NBA media that was telling me about Bobo. Or I can get information or news about on um, Bobo. When I wanted to know something, I hit you up. Like, let me hit my nigga up. Let me see what he talking about with this Bobo nigga. Let me, that's the question I, are. Oh, you just bring that shit up to me, my guy. So, are we sleeping as Bobo on the same level as Webb and y'all? Is he a poor man's him already, though? Yeah, he is. What's the difference? Is this, so basically when the number one pick come out, this is what we're going to be looking at, right? He's going to be shooting trades. He's going to be dribbling. It's going to be like a unicorn going on fast breaks, dunking, and he block shots. Only thing is durability. That was the only thing that held Bobo back. But to me, go get him. He's going to be at a discount price. Like, Denver was stupid for just giving him. I don't think it's a discount no more, bro. Nah, I ain't talking about no more. It's, it's out there now. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there now. Orlando going to keep him. He get a yeah. good run now. Nah, real shit. Because it's like, damn, he could play the three, four, or the five. Man, he could play the two. Man. Mm. You know, that's mm. how that's how athletic he is. I see him out there guarding ones, you know, where niggas try to shake oh, him up shit. at the three-point line, try to pull up. Like a guard, bro. He block, he turned into a fast break dunk. Like, come on, man. Orlando going to have a weird but good roster, bro. Jonathan Isaac, like 6'10", 6'11". Bobo, what, 7'2". Uh, Ponchier, uh, Ponchero, he, what is he, 6'8", uh, 6'9"? Six, six, Oh, he's 6'10", 250, Ooh. man. What's his name? Uh, Franz Wagner. He like 6'10", right? Yeah, he's 6'10". Come on, man. He got more Bob out Wendell, there Wendell trays. Carter is 6'10", 6'11". Shooting trays. Hey, man. Orlando in a couple years, man. They get the guard guard position right with uh, – what's their little guard they took? He like uh, Jalen Suggs and uh, Cole Anthony. I don't know if they can upgrade that or get better at that position, but – I'm telling you, man, Orlando gonna be something to deal with. What's my uh my nigga uh off of first things first? They frisky. Uh what's my nigga name? Uh not Nick Wright, the other nigga though. He always be talking about the frisky Orlando magic or the frisky. Oh, your boy wow. Wilds. Yeah. That's your show, right? That's your show. You a fan, fuck with first right? things first. <laughs> Hell, but my nigga Wilds always got a frisky. So I got uh I feel him on the Orlando in a couple years. That roster gonna look real though. If they keep it together. Don't be bold, though. Don't sell low on Bobo now. The stock is high now. You know what I'm saying? The tape is out there. The proof is in the pudding. It's like, oh, now he's on watch alert every night. Like, ooh. And, and y'all go check out the YouTube channel. You know, you'll see 
I'm on video. I'm telling the Hornets, go get Bobo. This is when he was on Denver oh, when he shit. was drafted. And he was they were talking about how, how Denver wasn't using him. And I'm like, man, y'all better go go get that dude, man. Imagine Bobo with Joker right now. <laughs> Damn. They had a tall team too, you know. Yeah. But they fucked it off, you know. Uh, so I gotta give my boy that respect on that Bobo. We can't short that, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's major. You know, that's what the NBA is about, man. Finding talent. You know, we could talk about a lot of teams who just ain't shit because they can't figure it out. You know, they draft, can't draft the right niggas. They trade for the wrong people. Sacramento, one of them squads, just can't figure it out. You know, you get the steal of the draft. You get Tyrese Halliburton. But then you want to trade him off. Like, don't even bring that. You want to trade him off so you can re up for for De'Aaron Fox. Halliburton, I'm like, we was right there with the 10th pick and took Jalen Smith over him, man. Now we need New York Knicks. Yeah, right there. Should have got Halliburton. Like, it's crazy how these teams be, man. Like, but that's oh, why we shit, here man. now. <laughs> nah, for real, though. <laughs> they going to give you respect on that Bobo shit, though. Because <laughs> it seemed like he's turning out to be what you saying the nigga was going to be, though. And then some. Because I'm looking at the oh, – I was yeah. looking at the Web and Yon uh, highlights, and I'm like, I don't see what's the difference between him and Bobo. <sighs> Honestly, though, what, he going he gonna to block more shots? They shoot probably right. the same. Uh, I don't know. You know, and that's crazy. Don't let the thunder get him. They're gonna pair him with Holmgren, who's seven feet, <laughs> For real. or even Orlando. Yeah. I don't even sure what their record is right now. They may fuck around and get him because it looked like Utah don't give a fuck no more the way they playing. Yeah, San Antonio, the ones I know that's going for him for sure. They ain't playing no more games, man. They done. They tanked out. Shit, so yeah, man. Y'all fuck with us though, man. This is just a quick one. Just to get back in the field, let y'all know we ain't fucking around. Just drop something. Yeah, some quick shit, man. You know. Shout out to the day ones who jumped on our head for not being in attendance on Tuesday. I feel y'all though. Salute to y'all, man. Y'all the ones that keep us going. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit uh, oh, yeah. We had to hit y'all with some slight recap. We didn't get into all of that, but niggas going to be back with a full one way better when it's time to come. Hour plus for sure. Yes, sir. So we're going to close it out like that, man. Y'all stay tuned. Mac and Keys, you heard it?